Welcome to the Adopting Joy podcast. I'm your host, Colleen Seward-Ryan. It's my passionate mission to share inspirational insights, actionable tips, tools, and techniques that you can apply immediately so you can create your best life. Sample topics include dealing with difficult people, how to get motivated and stay motivated, and transforming your struggles into success. If you're looking to create a more free and fulfilling life filled with greater happiness, health, and healing, you've come to the right place. My goal is to help you love your life. It's one of the secrets to adopting joy. Have you ever made a decision but didn't have peace about it and you just didn't know why? At the suggestion of friends, I recently visited a local no-kill animal shelter just to look. (laughs) You know how that goes. (laughs) So I'd feel better after having to put down my beloved cat, Tigger, two weeks prior on December 8th. Now, Tigger had been a rescue kitten when I adopted him, and he gave me five glorious years. Unfortunately, he suffered a saddle thrombus, which is a blood clot that blocks blood flow from going to the back legs. So it's awful because the symptoms appear suddenly It's extremely painful, and there's no cure. And he had been acting fine. There was just no indication of this whatsoever. And I came out that day from conducting a Zoom seminar. He was fine. And um, as a matter of fact, he was meowing pretty loudly, like, okay, we've been good, my two cats. We've been good, and and now, now feed us. And uh, so he was fine. And then I left for an hour and a half and I came back and um, I'll spare you all the details, but uh, suffice it to say one thing, his legs were paralyzed and he couldn't move and he was trying to get out of the dog crate and, and couldn't even move his legs. So it was awful. The vet said it's the silent killer of cats. So it was absolutely devastating because here he was, he was only five. So two weeks later, on uh, December 22nd, off to the Woodford County Humane Society, I went. Now, Woodford County in Kentucky, it's right outside Lexington. Probably doesn't sound like much of anything, but it's an area with beautiful horse farms. I'm actually um, here locally, but it's in Woodford County. A lot of horse farms, many of the famous Kentucky Derby winners, Triple Crown winners are in Woodford County, which is right next to where I am. So it's, it's just a beautiful area of horse farms. Wonderful Humane Society, and it's um, kind of rural, so they probably get more animals than normal. So there I was, and there was an eight-month-old tabby 
kitten named Forrest. Actually, this was on my sister's birthday. And there was an eight-month-old tabby kitten named Forrest who really resembled Tigger. And we hit it off. I spent a lot of time with him and his other two siblings um, in their own room at the Humane Society. But for some reason, even after filling out the application and waiting to be approved, which I then did get approved, I didn't have peace about it. And I told them I wanted to think about it. And so then I was at home. Something in my gut just told me he wasn't the one and that he was meant for someone else, for another family. So I returned the next day just to see Forrest. And I noticed, I could just tell looking through all the glass that he wasn't there. The good news was a lot of the animals had had been adopted. So there I am, I'm in the kind of the reception area and the receptionist was in there and one of the volunteers. And the receptionist told me that he, Forrest, had gone to a wonderful family with a five-year-old little boy in a wheelchair. And they said that Forrest wouldn't leave the little boy's lap and that they bonded almost immediately. And they also have another little boy. So it, it just, I was so relieved because it was like, you know what? That's it. Forrest was meant for this little boy. So I, I will admit that as they were telling me this, I did feel some sadness, a twinge of sadness, because I had still thought, well, you never know, you know, I'll go, maybe Forrest is um, the right one. And something in my gut had said to me, don't go until after one, after one in the afternoon. So now it was December 22nd. And as they were telling me this, in walks their vet tech carrying, I could see through the cat crate, carrying an adorable, I later found out, 10-week-old, fluffy black, I could tell he was a fluffy black, kind of long-haired kitten. And I found out he had just been neutered, had his first shots, and uh, that he had had a little cut or a little laceration under his left eye from when animal control found him in Woodford County. So he had just arrived on a Monday. Now it was Tuesday afternoon, and he had come back. So as the receptionist was speaking to the vet tech, it became apparent that this little kitten didn't belong to anybody. And after all, he had just arrived, so he wasn't even really there on Monday. And I don't know why, but they named him George Bailey. <laughs> so there I am at the shelter, and he was arriving back to be available for adoption. And I don't know, something in me just said, this might be the right one. So I asked if I could hold him. And they took him out, and the minute they put him in my arms, I'm telling you, we bonded. He purred loudly like a motor. He just clung to me, and he gazed into my eyes longingly. And for a really long time, instantly, I knew he was the one. 
And looking back, and there's a rem- there's a reason I'm telling you this story. Looking back, I remember blurting out, I think he's the one. I think he was the one I was supposed to have all along. The words just came out and I couldn't help myself. And I remember the volunteer and one of the other women almost simultaneously, they said, it's meant to be. This whole thing was meant to be. So then the receptionist said, well, do you want to at least spend some time with him? You know, I, I can put you into a room. And I said, sure, I'd, I'd love that. So he went into a room with me. Here was this little fluffy black, long-haired, you know, 10-week-old kitten. He sat in my lap and he wouldn't move. And then finally he jumped off and he just seemed so happy. And he tried to, you know, jump up on the bench and he was so tiny he couldn't do it. And then um, when I tried to leave him to close the door, little did he know I was leaving to go say I want him. But anyway, um, when I was trying to leave, he put his little body in between the door as if to say, no, don't leave me, don't leave me. So I finally got back to the receptionist and she said, okay, do you want to fill out an application? And I said, well, you know what? I've already filled it out because originally it was for Forrest. And I even had a cat carrier in my car. I mean, and she goes, oh, that's right. That's right. So, I mean, it's just amazing how it worked out. He came home with me that afternoon, December 22nd, and he was my early Christmas present. I named him Riley. I don't know why. He just seemed to me like a Riley. And if you've listened to any of my other podcasts, you know I'm kind of a... uh, deep down nonconformist rebel. I kind of like to do things a little differently. And so I decided to name him Riley, but I like to spell it R-Y-L-E-Y. The moral of the story, what I'd originally wanted all along was a long-haired black male kitten. Even when I had Tigger, I remember thinking when Tigger was healthy and alive and well, I remember thinking that the next kitten I adopted would be black because black animals have a harder time getting adopted and medium to long haired, which is Riley. This little boy has a little white on his chest like a tuxedo cat. He also has a little white on his abdomen It's as if he was custom made for me. Pay attention to your intuition. Fate, God, your creator, whatever you want to call it, may have something better in store for you. So be thinking, have you ever experienced a situation where looking back, you ended up getting something better than what you thought you had to have. The next time something doesn't work out for you, remember this story. Stay patient because something better may be around the bend. If you have a story you'd love to share, and I would love to hear it, please connect with me on Instagram. My handle name is at adoptingjoy underscore. That's at adopting joy underscore. 
If you've listened to my podcast for a while, you also know I love quotes. I'll leave you with these two. Carl Jung said, Synchronicity is an ever-present reality for those who have eyes to see. And I think Albert Einstein said it best. There are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. And what I'd say to you in wrapping up is don't quit before the miracle. It's one of the secrets to adopting joy. Please, if you haven't already subscribed to the Adopting Joy podcast, please do and share it with your friends. You can follow me on Instagram at adoptingjoy underscore. That's at adoptingjoy, J-O-Y, and the underscore symbol. On Twitter, at adoptingjoy. Thank you.